Yo. Hey, yo, man, check this out. Just man up. Just man up. Come on, man, it's all right. Welcome to Man Up Mondays. I'm your host, Brother Will. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for your time. I am so thankful for the Word of God. Yes, John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Come on. And the Word was God. But there's a big misconception Uh about Christianity and the Holy Bible. Uh oh. And a lot of skeptics. And a lot of people, period, think that black people are following the, the white, white man's, man's religion. Yes, the white man's religion. White it's just man. not the case. Ooh. Some people think that Constantine, along with the Council of Nicaea, created Christianity along with Jesus. And some people even think that King James wrote the Bible. Can't be serious. Which, in fact, the King James version of the Bible is just a translation of the original text. Man. Yes, the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. Come on here. And the New Testament was written in Greek and Aramaic. Come on here. Jesus and the apostles spoke in Aramaic. And the apostle Paul, who wrote a lot of books in the New Testament, he spoke in Greek. Come on here. Now, I just want to present some evidence to refute the claims that the Romans started Christianity. Okay. Now, the believers were called Christians, Christians first in Antioch around 42 AD. You can read that in Acts chapter 11, verse 26. Now, there was this thing called the Edict of Milan, which, ha- which happened in 313 A.D. It was a proclamation that permanently established religious toleration for Christianity within the Roman Empire under the authority of Constantine. How in the world could the Romans have established Christianity when they were persecuting Christians in the first century? Like I said, they were called Christians first in Antioch. That happened in 42 A.D. The Edict of Milan happened in 313 A.D. It was a proclamation that permanently established religious toleration for Christianity within the Roman Empire under the authority of Constantine. And after, and 10 years later, after the Edict of Milan, then they adopted the Christian faith. You're also going to hear a lot about the Council of Nicaea. Why was it formed? The Council of of Nicaea was formed to resolve the controversy of Arianism. It was a doctrine that held that Christ was not divine, but was a created being, which we know Christ is divine. They think we following the white man's religion, though. Can you believe that? Come out here, you ain't saying nothing. A lot of skeptics, they don't want to believe in the Bible because they say it was written by man, but yet... You want to present your textbooks and your science books, and they were written by men. Now, how do I know that your source of information was written by some lunatic? You don't want to believe the Bible because it was written by man, but yet you want to read textbooks and these other science books that are written by men. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Let's move along. Let's turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Verses 16, and it reads, All scripture is God's breath and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Verse 17, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. That's right. All scripture is God's breath. It has been inspired by God. Come on now. 
Yeah, man wrote it, but all scriptures have been inspired by God. Believe it or you don't, I hope you do believe it, hope you come around to it, but that's what I believe. Let's also turn to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. And it reads, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates eating to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Now, let me break that down a little bit. Let me let me just let me take my time with this. Hebrews 4:12. Let me matter of fact, let me read that again. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the word of God is alive and active. This is from the New International Version. Sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. The hearts of men are what? The hearts of men is wicked. Come on, man. This I'm telling you, the word of God is it's alive and powerful, like it says. It's alive and powerful. It's um it does things that we can't even imagine. That's why, you know, I don't care what people believe in. Anytime you leave the word of God out of a debate, you lose. It's not it's not to win an argument, but you should always Quote scriptures because the word of God penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. Man, that's deep. That's really deep. I'm going to take my time with this right here. Hebrews 4.12. Yes. So the word of God, it's, it's going to offend people. You know, uh, I'm not here to judge, chastise, but I will not apologize for the word of God. Absolutely will not do it. I will not apologize for the word of God. Um, you got to understand something, that someone with a carnal mindset, they're not going to understand anything spiritual. Because pride, all the weaknesses of men will have, have you trapped in this world versus trying to see something from a spiritual aspect. Like hearing from God, you have to separate, you have to separate yourself from the world really hear from the Lord. You have to not um, deny this, deny your flesh, pray fast, um, keep away from distractions. Yeah, the word of God, man, it is it is sharper than any double-edged sword. It is powerful, I'm telling you. It's the word of God is something else. It's it's a life, it saves lives, it heals, and mends broken hearts. It's the Bible has the answer to any question we could possibly ha we could possibly have seriously the bible has all the answers to life now i i'm not going to act like i understand everything about the bible because i don't but i do believe the bible the bible to be true from the beginning of genesis to the end of revelation it's called faith now some people ask me why do i believe what i believe in because i have experienced and witnessed some of the things that the Bible talks about, you know, someone can be taught anything. I say that all the time. Someone can be taught anything, but you can't take away their counter experience. That's what makes a difference. Some people say, oh, I grew up going to church. I read the Bible. But did you read the Bible to understand it? Or you just read it to say you read it? There's a difference. There's a difference, There's a difference between growing up in church and growing up in Christ. There's a difference. Yes, the word of God. 
I am so thankful for the word of God, but I just want to thank you for your time. Yes, and and for some, like I said, this was just an uh, appetizer as far as breaking down about, you know, where the Bible come from, refuting some of these claims. But um, I'm going to have some guests come on in the future, and they're going to give you the main course. But I thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for your time. But, but the word of God is all we need. Y'all have a blessed day, and God bless y'all. Peace. Peace.